Hello, and welcome to the Big Finish podcast, this time recorded chaotically as live. doing that very gently this time i don't know why hello that was paul sprague making various enthusiastic noises and i'm nick briggs and what can i tell you about big finish in case you didn't know well i've no idea paul sprague what do you reckon oh no not this again <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> at big finish we love stories and we make great forecast audio drama and audio books you can buy on cd and or Download. Our audio productions are based on much-loved TV series like Doctor Who, Dark Shadows, Blake 7, Stargate and Highlander. He's just checking them off. Is that why I mentioned everything? As well as classic characters such as Sherlock Holmes, the Phantom... They, they moved. They were somewhere over the other side. It confused me. <laughs> the Phantom of the Opera, Dorian Gray, plus original creations such as Graceless, The Adventures of Bernie Summerfield and... and oh, I'm stopping now. Did you say Judge Dredd? Judge Dredd. 2000 AD. Did you, did you say sapphire and steel? Just, just stop it now. <laughs> anyway, so uh, there hasn't been a podcast for a while. Why has that, why has that been? We've been a bit busy. Someone is. I've, I've not seen you since we did the last podcast. I think that's the part of the reason. <sighs> we were going to do one over the phone, weren't we? What happened? I don't know. We were, were, you, were you writing you were something? Reviewing. Yes, yes. I didn't have the time to do it. But anyway, I do have some time today just before I go into the studio with Colin Baker tomorrow. This is my second Colin Baker, third Colin Baker block recently, and I've got another one next week, and then Tom Baker after that. Lots of directing going on. Might drop by for one of those. Okay. Can see flip, you... I can see Flip Face. Yeah, <laughs> Flip Face, not Dalek Face, as Lisa Greenwood, our uh, companion Flip, calls me on Twitter. Um, now then, what will we have coming up later now? Of course, this is I'm recording this as live, so I'm ridiculously having to uh, play all these things in live, and it just may not work. Hold on. In a minute, we may have... I can actually hear that in the background. It's so loud in my headphones. <laughs> yes, uh, we'll have the competition results for the competition we set three million years ago. <laughs> and uh... Just quite a novelty, actually. I'm, it's, it's, it's weird that I could finally actually hear the competition because, listeners, I can't usually hear it at all. <gasps> I'm pretending yes, that I can actually hear badly, it this time. usually, yeah. <laughs> yeah it, you surely can't hear it now. No. I'll turn it up. Now I can hear it. Yeah. <laughs> you found out what that was called, didn't you? Because a couple of people were asking. Yes, I can now tell you because I've got the file in front of me. It's called Conflict of Interest. He's going to rush off. And, what are you going to do? He's gone away. <laughs> I thought you might need the list of releases. Oh, OK. Oh, well, I or if you I, don't, I might. That, that could have been seamless and I spoiled it by drawing attention to it. Sorry about that. So, yes, answers to the last... Com- the, the results of the last competition and... Um, a new competition coming up, but that is for later. Just thought you'd like to hear a bit more of conflict of interest, <laughs> or, or maybe not. I don't know. In the meantime, um, what do you want to talk about, Paul? Upcoming releases or, or, or listeners' emails? Well, I think we should we should mention what's coming up in July. Just okay. just uh, on on the off chance that we get this podcast out before. <laughs> Well, in my in my world, it, this podcast is coming out today because it won't require any editing. It will just it will just materialise on the website the moment I press stop. <laughs> so it's a very good question, actually. Well, what did we cover last time? Because we didn't did we cover the May releases no, or the June no. releases? 
I've so, no idea. Write in and let us know, <laughs> listeners. Because I mean, we know could, what we're doing. We, we could talk about the June releases, as I don't think we did last time. No, I think of course we, did we all didn't. The, I think we did all the May ones. We could mention the June releases, couldn't yeah. we? Well, I mean, three of them are out. Four I of know. them. Four yeah, of them, per- even. Perhaps not everyone's got them. No. Well, there's Prisoners of Fate. Oh, yes. Which is the uh, end of the latest Peter Davison trilogy of stories. And there's a big, big, big Nissa story. Should we uh, play the trailer for that? Well, if you think you can <laughs> multitask your way into making that happen, I'm pressing my hopes button. aren't high. <laughs> oh, what? Coming soon from Big Finish Productions, Doctor Who, Prisoners of Fate. This is my name is Adric Serenus Trarkin. When my mother was a young woman, she travelled in a machine called the TARDIS. A time machine. A time machine? I know it's hard to believe, but when I was a boy, she used to tell me stories about the adventures she had when she travelled with the Doctor. Delighted to meet you. I'm the Doctor. This is Tegan Tello and Nissa. I remember her telling me about the dangers of altering history, that once something has happened, it can't, it mustn't be changed. By becoming part of the consequences of an event, we can no longer influence that event. Not without creating a paradox. 25 years ago, on a mission to the planet Helheim, my mother disappeared. Hello. I I hope you don't mind us dropping in on you like this. Not at all. You're most welcome. You don't seem very surprised to see us. Nisa. Oh, my worship. It's her. It's her. We had advance notice of your arrival. You did? There, on the screen. She's my mother. It was foretold. How terribly interesting. Foretold by who, exactly? There's something about this place, something evil. Oh, no, it it can't be. That's not possible. You're saying that you've got a machine that lets you see into the future? You don't realise what you're doing, the forces you're unleashing. I thought I could trust you, Doctor. But it appears I was wrong. When the time differential is shorted out, there will be an explosion large enough to destroy us, the TARDIS, this planet, and most of the galaxy. Subscribers get more at bigfinish.com. Oh, yes, they do. Yeah. That was the longest trailer in history, I think. I've had two children while that was on. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and sorry about the bad cross-fading of the music. I thought that when I put that trailer on, it would cancel out the music in the background. No, it didn't. <laughs> it just carried on until I pressed stop. This is the Amateur Podcast. Thank you. It, it seems to have caught Toby Haydock by surprise a couple of times on the Who's Round podcast because he's been, he started talking to his uh, his victim of choice in, in each podcast and I sort of thought, you, you can turn off the theme music. No, you can t- turn it, no, he I can does. still hear the theme music, turn it, turn it off. It's, now it started to annoy me, Toby. But, but he, <laughs> he does fade it down whereas I just turned it off. I yeah. just switched it off. What, el- <laughs> what else is already out this month? Uh, Council of War, this month's Companion Chronicle which features Benton. Now, when I was watching John Pertwee's stories, indeed, I was watching the John Pertwee story recently. Cause I I all, wa- I'm always watching John Pertwee's stories. But, um, I'm watching one now, in my head. Oh, yeah, good. <laughs> Why? <laughs> it's the only thing I can do to block out the sound of the fridge in the background. <laughs> but uh, was, was Benton always that West Country? He sounds more West Country now than he did before. Well, I don't think he really said that much, so you couldn't tell, <laughs> you know. So, uh, yeah, yeah, well, I mean, that's, that's just John. Should we have a listen to the trailer for that? Well, I don't know. Is it going to go on for a month? I mean, I've got, that's how, I've got <laughs> things to do. Coming soon oh. from Big Finish Productions. Doctor Who, The Companion Chronicles. The Council of War. It was one of those quiet evenings that it all started. 
As I walked past the doctor's lab, he called me in. Sergeant Benson, have you seen any ghosts lately? I didn't pretend to understand science the way the doctor did, but I knew for a fact that he did not believe in ghosts. This is Captain Crowd of the Blatarian Mining Corporation. You have previously been informed that we would be visiting your planet to begin the final harvest of human slave units. Trial? What trial? The trial of Marjorie Phipps. I think in the circumstances there is only one verdict that can realistically be reached. Marjorie Phipps, I find you guilty on all counts. The sentence is death. Hands up. Nobody move. I swung round into the doorway, covering the room with my pistol. Half a dozen giant cockroaches stared back at me. The doctor straightened up and raised his arms to adopt the Queensbury stance. On guard! <laughs> Subscribers get more at bigfinish.com. Oh yes, they do. <laughs> I saw, was it half a dozen giant cockroaches? That sounds like a bad night out, doesn't it? <laughs> it's a bit more of a two-hander than usual, that, that Companion Chronicle, because uh, Sinead uh, Keaton is in it from formerly of Being Human and indeed of Doctor Who. Yeah, she's but, brilliant as well. Oh, and John, superb. I think John, John sounds fantastic there, actually. Yeah. I've, I've known him for many, many years, and he's a lovely chap. And it was Matt, nice, he, nice to hear my local trees. accent. <laughs> But yes, um, but yeah, I, th- I thought both of them were great. Um, but I, I don't think I'd, I'd heard Sinead doing any audio work before. She's done a couple of readings, I think, for for uh, the BBC Books range. I think she's right. done a couple of readings of those. But yeah, I thought she was brilliant. But uh, yes, John as well, obviously. Fantastic. What else is out already? The Dalek contract, you can talk about that. Oh, well, I'd better play a trailer of that then, hadn't I? OK, here it comes. It's very short, I know, because I did it. Coming soon from Big Finish Productions, The Fourth Doctor Adventures. Danger, Master! Detecting hostile life forms! Combat mode! Doctor Who, The Dalek Contract. Daleks? Identity! Ah, now there's a question. Isn't the Proxima system where the Larn were damaged by Cuthbert's mysterious experiment? Let's start powering up, shall we? Oh, and you make sure that there are no more attacks. Exterminate! The Daleks really do make you nervous, don't they? What? Subscribers get more at bigfinish.com. Oh, that's very exciting, isn't it? It's all going, the Dalek contract, isn't it? I know. And you hear, you hear K9 shooting a Dalek there, which I thought was an exciting thing to put in there. Don't look, you well, don't look excited. Look excited. Well, I've listened to it. Oh, OK. <laughs> Recall your excitement. Oh, OK. Oh, actually, <laughs> I never want to see that face again. <laughs> what, my face? Yeah, I'm looking at the floor now for the rest of this podcast. Um, yes. Great fun to do, and such brilliant post-production uh, by Alistair Locke, who's done some fantastic music, which I'll be referring to in the competition, which Ooh. I'm not going to do the music for now, later. Uh, obviously, this is uh, Mary Tam's last uh, two releases for us, and um, so it has a sort of extra poignancy because of that, really, and she does a fantastic job. What else? Trouble in Paradise? Trouble in the, Paradise. The, oh, uh, yeah. the, the latest... Uh, co-production with audio go release hitting the sixth doctor this time yes i just participated in the ninth doctor one 
Ooh. And also the 11th Doctor one, but I'm not allowed to say anything more about those. <laughs> anyway, let's have a listen to uh, Trouble in Paradise, a sort of extract from it. The sailors prodded Perry and the Doctor up the ladder and forced them to stand on deck, as if waiting for inspection. The ship was sitting in an inlet of an exotic island. Lush green trees and plants surrounded them. Strange noises from even stranger animals hooted and screeched. Exotic birds flew over their heads. Perry closed her eyes and basked in the soft, warm breeze. This was more like it. This was paradise. She looked up and saw a man gazing down at them from the upper deck. He was tall and pale with red hair and piercing blue eyes. He was dressed in simple robes, almost like a monk. He looked familiar somehow, but she couldn't quite place the face. Then she saw two smaller ships near the shore. Her eyes strained to read their names, and at last she could make out. Nina and Pinter, written on their sides. She gripped the doctor's sleeve urgently. Doctor, I think I know who this ship belongs to. Just then, she thought she saw something. A shadowy shape lurking behind a timber. A hairy, shadowy shape with horns and a tail. Something that touched upon her darkest fears and superstitions. She stared harder into the shadows and saw... Nothing. Doctor Who, Trouble in Paradise, performed by Nicola Bryant with Cameron Stewart. I'll name that tune in haha. So there we are. There was an extract of Trouble in Paradise. Um, before we carry on, perhaps we should announce the winners of uh, last time's competition. But we could neatly segue. <laughs> Too late, the music's underway. Why, what's no. the matter? Well, we could have neatly segued from a story written by Neff Fainton and starring Nicola Bryan to a story written by Neff Fainton and starring Nicola Bryan. There, you've missed your opportunity. Well, I'm gutted. <laughs> <laughs> so what was the question in last time's competition? Oh, well, that is a very good question, isn't it? Do, I... not, do not know. Well, I'm, I'm sure I can find it out, given half a chance. Okay, uh, here's some more music. Uh, what is the connect? What was the connection? That I'm maybe uh, sort of paraphrasing. Yes, paraphrasing <laughs> this. Uh, what was the connection between Simon Williams and Gene Marsh? Yes, and it, it wasn't, as we pointed out in another podcast, that they've both fought the Daleks. No, because that's too easy. Far too easy. I noticed that after we pointed that out, someone still emailed in an entry saying. I can't think of anything other than they both fought the Daleks. I thought, well, why have you written in saying that? Well, we've already said that that's not it. <laughs> Maybe they just weren't listening to I us. I admired the determination, though. It was nice. <laughs> so, and the answer was, Paul? Upstairs, downstairs. That's it. Yeah, they what were both in it. What more do you need to know? They're both in it, you see. One was upstairs, the other one was downstairs. That's not the names of their characters. That'd be a bit weird, wouldn't it? <laughs> Well, Starring Simon Williams as upstairs and Gene Marsh as downstairs. 
Um, so, and what were the prizes? The prizes were uh, these lovely competition fronts. Ooh, competition fronts? You mean script fronts? Yes, I, I don't know what's the matter with me. My brain's gone wandering That's somewhere fair else. enough, mate. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yes, script fronts for uh, countermeasures, for uh, the Curse of Davros, and for the Sands of Life and War Against the Larm. Oh, nice. Okay. So all you have to do is decide who's getting what. Well, you've got the winners there. We chose well, them I know. Well, you know, I'll, I'll, you, you pick a script front. Okay. I, I should do what I did last time, shouldn't I? Hang on. He's off somewhere. Where's he going now? He's gone to his desk. He's coming back. Are you going to write it down on a post-it note? I'm going to write it down and stick it to the front of the thing. and then I'll... Good idea. So, War Against the Larn and um, Sands of Life. Well, they're not going to the same person no, exactly. because then, yeah. they, then they would just be signed by the same Okay, people. this first name gets the Sands of Life. Uh, that is uh, Chris Rubottom. Okay, Chris Rubottom, you are a winner of the Sands of Life script front. He is in Queensland. That's a bit of postage for us. Well, it's a script front. That's true. It's, it's not. It's not quite as bad as sending an entire script. That it could have could have been fatal. Oh, luckily, you winning meets with Paul Sprague's approval. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and the next one goes to uh, War Against the Larn. Well, you know what I mean. The other way round. Those words, but the other way round. That that was War Against the Larn. Was it? I thought yeah. it was Sands. All oh, right, Sands of Life. Then. <laughs> oh. it's, it's, it's falling apart again. Yeah, I know. I'm just trying to control all the levels here. <laughs> I'm multitasking. Jeremy Remy. Jeremy Remy. Good or, old Jeremy Remy. Or, I don't know, it's, it's weird, isn't it? Jeremy Remy. Je- Jeremy Remy. Yes, we'll just, Jeremy, it's, we'll just mock your name while awarding you a prize. Yeah. <laughs> He's in Colorado Springs. Oh. So that's going overseas as well. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> a lot of overseas entrants this month, haven't Well, we? it's, um, you know, it's people live there. <laughs> so I'm just trying to see what those script fronts are because I've completely forgotten. Oh, countermeasures. Countermeasures? Oh. Uh, is, that, is that what you're going with next? Yeah, I'm going for countermeasures. Countermeasures is going to Lauren Messenger, who's in Summermish, WA. Oh. What's, what's WA? Wah, wah, no. Wisconsin, that can't be no. I was going to say Wabraska. That's, that's clearly not going to be right, is it? That sound you can hear is the sound of all <laughs> the Americans listening, laughing their heads off of our lack of knowledge and, of and American geography. the answer. Anyway, we've got his address. Washington? Oh, yes. It's going to be Washington, isn't it? Here's Lauren. I said Lauren. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> well, this is going swimmingly. <laughs> sorry, Lauren. I've... <laughs> I've changed your sex for some reason. Um, and what was the last one that I didn't catch sight of because I'm old and blind and feeble? Uh, that was... Waterloo of the Daleks, as it was uh, called when it was originally commissioned, which is, in fact, the Cruise of Davros. <laughs> the Curse of Davros. Devil. I can't even say Davros. I, I officially resign. <laughs> okay, so who's won that? That's Andy Kitching, who is in Leeds. Our last is, someone in the Is UK. she... <laughs> well, well uh, to be fair, what I did there. potentially that could have gone either way. On the basis, it could be Andy with an I. So you know, like yeah, it, no, you or Andy with there. an IE, like Andy yeah. McDowell. But it is in fact Andy with a Y. So I'm assuming it's a man. Oh, I'm bored already. Um, now, <laughs> um, so is it right. time? Shall I do? No, I won't do the new competition. Let's go back to the releases we were at. So we had had something by Nev Fountain with Nicola Bryant in. 
Yeah. So what is com- what else is coming up? That, that epic team up is available a second time this month. Yeah. In the case of the X Men cometh. Well, this is very exciting because it's uh, Mervyn Stone. What can we tell people about Mervyn Stone? Uh, he's uh, a detective, but he's a sort of detective who doesn't really desperately wish to be a detective. He's a script editor. That's true. Listen, let me read out what's on the site. Mervyn Stone does not look like a special man. His nose is too big. His hair is always on the point of open rebellion, and he appears to have put his clothes on in the dark. What's wrong with that? (laughs) Seems fine so far. He looks like a hedge which has been dragged through a man backwards. Uh These wonderfully witty and observant books mark the publishing debut of top comedy writer Nev Fountain of Dead Ringers, Elephants to Catch Eels, and, of course, Doctor Who for Big Finish fame. And they are complemented by an audio adventure which is released now. I think that... So, yeah, what is he? He's a script editor who solves crimes. It's yes. crazy. Yeah. He's a script editor of a, of a 80s sci-fi series. Which may, from the Void. Which may or may not have similarities to other 80s science fiction series of which you may be aware. Here's a trailer. Yeah. Coming soon from Big Finish Productions, Mervyn Stone, the Axeman Cometh. I am Mervyn Stone. I used to be a writer, most notably script editor and head writer of a television show called Vixens from the Void. Dear Mervyn, if you want to prevent a murder, then you must attend the recording at the Soundorama Studios on Thursday. Thank God you're here. I didn't think you were coming today. Well, they don't really need me here to record my episode, but I decided to come anyway. We asked your agent if we could have the rights to the Gorgs. But she didn't get back to us. Sorry. And here I am, back in the Soundorama studios where I started my investigation this morning. Shall I tell you one thing all television reboots have in common? What? They never, ever, ever involve the original writers! This is me recounting my last case. It's also my confession. Subscribers get more at bigfinish.com Oh, that sounds good. Yeah. The Axeman Cometh. Mervyn Stone on audio starring John Banks and Nicola Bride. That's the important thing to point out, isn't it? That technically it stars John Banks. It's not just Nicola Bride handwritten by Nev Fandon. It stars John Banks because he is Mervyn Stone. He is actually Mervyn Stone. We even use his picture. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And uh, yes, I should mention that I've put the Mervyn Stone podcasts back up because there were Mervyn Stone podcasts that came out prior to the release of the books series. Which some... featured me speaking like this. Yes. And telling small children to stop listening in a very Kenny Everett sort of a way. Oh, right. Because um, uh, I was listening to some of them last week as I was putting them online. But uh, yes, they're, they're all back up. There's seven Mervyn Stone podcasts, which are sort of little mini murder mystery which preceded the books range which of course is still available and uh, we're recently in our book sale last weekend oh yes so uh, yes you can still buy the books or the ebooks of Mervyn Stone Geek Tragedy Cursed Among Sequels DVD extras include murder they're all still on the website grab them if you've not got them that's my advice yes don't grab them if you've already got them well or do give them to a friend yes that's a very good point What's your name, by the way? <laughs> anyway, um, Graceless Series 3 box set, for, for which there is no trailer. So I, bra- bra- I brame 
I brain the the producers of that. Is that uh, Cav and Mark? Uh, well, I think it's Mark. Yeah, well, for goodness sake, Mark, if you're doing a series, get a trailer done. Oh, we can't we can't play a clip. Thanks, 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 mate. Well done. Oh, he's very very busy, you know. Yeah, well, so am I. <laughs> Aren't we all? So, uh, Grace, it goes something like this. <laughs> Hello, yes. Once upon a time, there were two sisters. They were created by beings called the Grace. Both sisters had magic powers. When they were together, they could do anything. Go. And it was moida. <laughs> no, the when they got together, it was moida. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Are they going to have a heart-to-heart in this, do you think? <laughs> Possibly. Uh, it's the last one. Is it? Last Graceless. So, yes, it's uh, it's a set of three stories once again, but it brings the story of the, the Tracer twins to a close. Well, and who knows, one day there might even be a trailer for it if they're interested in selling it to anyone. Well, you never know. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> but all written by Simon Gary. I think that's the first thing we've had, which has actually been written by one person alone. What, like Dalek Empire, you mean? Like, written by me? Did you write for every single Dalek Empire? Well, of course episode? I did. Did you? I wrote them all. Oh, OK, yeah. I take it. Dark back. Eyes, it's all written by me as well. Yeah, but I sort of include that as an Eighth Doctor adventure, and lots of people write those. Oh, right. <laughs> Is that what you do? <laughs> <laughs> I apologise for overlooking Dalek Empire. It's all right, mate. And uh, Dark Shadows Beneath the Veil oh, is yeah. uh, also out this month. Have we got I, a trailer I, for that? I, I don't yes. think... Oh, is there? Is there yeah. a trailer for Oh, yes, I put it up the other week. Well done. Okay, here it is before you say anything else. Oh, has it worked? Oh. Yes. <laughs> Hello, Collinsport. Time It's like the town that time forgot. It often feels that way, yes. Oh, Hi. Hello, I'm Alfie. This is Emma. I'm Eve. Let me be the first to welcome you to Collinsport. Thank you. Collinsport seems lovely. It isn't. But you'll see that soon enough. Hey there, miss. The name's Brett Harker. Hi there. I'm Maggie. How can I help? I'm Jim. Jim Hardy. The name's Jonah, by the way. A glass of red wine, please, and a pint of... Colin Sport Special. This place is brilliant. Curses, murders, creepy local. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Stay back. Stay back. Who are you? Please. No. Please. Ah! The bodies of two men were discovered late last night on the outskirts of Collinsport. Collinsport Sheriff, George Patterson, has asked all residents to be on their guard following these attacks. So you would be capable of killing someone? Sure. And so are you. We all are. It just takes one tiny step. One little nudge. Exactly. Anyone could do it. Just one push too far. Alfie, what's that? What? Oh, God. It's a body. Stay here. Collinsport's a fairly quiet town. Wow. That was Beneath the Veil from Dark Shadows, with no closing announcement on the 
the trailer. Ooh. That kept me guessing. Oh. <laughs> and that little girl singing at the end, I believe, was actually Joe Lidster in a dress. <laughs> <sighs> or probably not. I don't know, see, this is surely a good opportunity. wasn't wearing a dress. I made that bit up. There's a good opportunity to torment him further by playing the competition music there. Oh, yeah, because <laughs> Joe really hates the competition music. So, Joe, um, if you're listening, this one's just for you. Hey, yes, time now for a new competition. If you want to enter this competition, you have to send your answer to podcast at bigfinish.com, but I'm getting ahead of myself. The... Uh, the prizes for this month's competition are Paul. Yes, Paul is one of the prizes. No, go on. Uh, what is it? Jacob and Lightfoot, Series 5. Signed. Signed by Christopher Benjamin and Trevor Baxter. Yes. And also a they've, copy of... Hold on, he's going to interrupt signed, the flow. They've signed it sideways. It's exciting, isn't Yes. It? Cause, that cause makes name, it more their valuable. Name, their names are too long. They can do it. <laughs> what else? A copy, a copy, a copy of Lucifer. Yes, the Blake 7. By Paul Darrow. Novel, yes. You've just managed to pop spectacularly into the microphone. Good. And script runs for Jago and Lightfoot, Series 3. So there we are. I think we gave some of those away uh, a while ago, but we've got some more. There we are. So that's four script fronts with with most of the cast having signed it. I think some of them got out the door before David could stop them. Now, the question... Signed by Louise Jameson? Yeah. Signed by Lisa... I'm just trying to hurry things along. You just can't do it at Paul's practice. Signed by Lisa Bowerkiss, apparently. (laughs) Bowerkiss? Hey, fancy a Bowerkiss? Well, she seems to have stopped at Bower and then there's just an X. That's not not man, is it? That's a line. It's the X, Lisa Bowerman. (laughs) Out this month is the Dalek contract and Alistair Locke one of our uh, long-term contributors, has done some really excellent Dudley Simpson-style music for it. Uh, Can you name the two other composers who worked on the Fourth Doctor adventures on television before the Radiophonic Workshop took over for Tom Baker's final season? So name the two other composers. Is that a difficult question? Yes. It's really easy (laughs) if you're a nerd like me. Come on. And I am open to suggestions that there were three or four, but I'm pretty certain there were only two other composers. Not counting the final Tom Baker season when the Radiophonic Workshop came along and you had Peter Howell and lots of other people. Okay, Brick's decision is final. Yes, my decision, (laughs) even if totally inaccurate, is final. Um, So please send your answers to podcast.bigfinish.com to be in with the chance of winning. With your address. With your address, please, so that we know where to send the prize to. That's always a bit of an issue. I mean, you know, it's nobody's fault but mine for being inefficient and not telling you to do it in the first place. Should we say the the competition closes on, say, the 19th of July? Friday the 19th of July? Okay. Should we say that? Yeah. Okay, I've said it. (laughs) I thought we were just going to say it again, a la The Naked Gun. (laughs) I'm just fading up the music for no good reason. Because it's awesome? Yeah. I don't know why I'm jigging around. I can't hear it, though. Oh, that was a bit. This is for Joe Lidster. <laughs> Actually, hold on. There's 19 seconds of it left. I can't keep that going. Okay. Now, do we have any other releases to deal with? Uh, no, that's it. Okay. Have you got um, uh, an email from a listener? 
I've, I've got a few. Yeah. Okay, pick a really good one because we're at 31 minutes now and frankly, everyone's getting bored. <laughs> um, Robert Konigsberg says, on a former podcast episode, you suggested that enough people were interested, you might consider including reading credits on the MP3s. What happened to that idea? I'd still like to see that happen. Not enough people were interested. I, I, don't, think any, I don't think we heard any response without that. No. Like three people said, that'd be nice. That was it. Yeah. That doesn't constitute enough of a response. Um, it's, it seems such a little thing to have to do, but actually it would require all sorts of uh, effort that we don't normally make that would take up loads more time, bizarrely. I remember when we when I did uh, directed Nebulous, the BBC Radio 4 comedy series that I also did the sound design and music for, you know, it was starring Mark Gatiss and David Warner and lots of people. Steve Coogan was in one episode. Um, I digress. I'm not reading out my CV, am I? Uh, <laughs> or maybe I am. Uh, we used to have to do the credits for that, and it used to take forever to get it right. It was ridiculous. Ridiculous. Anyway, t- tedious. Names are always a bit of a tricky one, aren't they? I mean, yeah. I've, I've, I've seen people at Radio 4 show recordings attempt to read a cast at the end of a show. There's quite often a retake of that by the end. Yeah, and then you realise you've mispronounced someone's name. And, yes. I mean, I, or skipped one of the writers or yeah, something. Yeah, well, and at Radio 4 Extra, where I do presentation for the seventh dimension at six at midnight, uh, I often have to do the credits for shows because so many people send in shows that don't have credits on, and it's an utter nightmare getting them correct. Because there's this huge database of information the BBC have. And when you submit a programme to the BBC, you have to answer all these questions, as indeed we do when we send stuff in, you know, the stuff of ours that's been broadcast on radio. And we send them all the information and none of it gets transferred to the (laughs) point where the presenters can read it. It's brilliant. I don't know where this information goes, but it's certainly never, never, ever. All the information we gave them about our stories is never available to me when I'm doing continuity links. I, I should just send it directly to you if you should. Yeah, then you should, it. actually. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, or print it out and I can staple it to the wall of the <laughs> broadcasting house. Hello, my name is Matthew Moy. It's not. I thought you this were is, this, is, this, is, this is an email. Do it's a character email. voice. I'm, I'm reading an email. <laughs> First, I'd like to ask a question for the next podcast. Ooh. I've listened to every Come Big Finish right audio place. that the Cybermen appeared in, and I noticed something. Every variation of the Cybermen have appeared in the audios except for one, the Cyber Controller. So my question is, will the Cyber Controller make an appearance in a future Big Finish audio? He then goes on to answer the competition question, but I, I, we, we've glossed over that because we've done he it. He didn't win. No, sadly not. He or she didn't win. Um, and, <laughs> since I'm no Ma- good at record- Matthew Moy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being Strax from I'd, Doctor I'd Who say, who doesn't recognise the sex of people. <laughs> I'd say that's more than a 50-50 chance there with that one. Yeah, okay. Um, what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> the cyber controller. Well, has the cyber controller really not appeared? Well, don't ask me. I've not listened to every single Big Finish audio, tragically. I didn't listen to I haven't heard some of the really early ones still. Well, no, I've heard the really early ones. Some of the middle ones are the ones I've not heard. Hmm... There's no cyber controller in real time? I don't know. I'll look into that. But certainly the cyber controller will appear. <laughs> That's giving you something to maybe think about. And I'm not lying. It's true. <laughs> I'm not lying. I can't believe I said that. It's true. I'm not. It's not interesting, but it is true. Okay, Paul, give us another email make it a good one because this is going to be the last one was it yeah. oh god the pressure uh matt kittler says uh, needless to say you guys rock <laughs> 
One of my few luxuries is an occasional big finish story and I listen to the podcast all the time. I just had two questions for you. One, are there any properties which people at Big Finish really wish they could get or any dream projects which the staff would want to make? As a listener, I occasionally encounter properties which I wish Big Finish could pick up and adapt, but that's neither here nor there. Perhaps a full cast dramatisation of HG Wells' Time Machine with Paul McGann. Oh, that'd be good. I don't know, maybe something like Survivors or The Avengers, something like that. That would be good for us to do, wouldn't it? Maybe one day. Who knows? Yeah. Those those two spring to my mind for some reason. Thunderbirds, you always put Thunderbirds, yes, yes. I keep talking to ITV. (laughs) They don't. They don't really know what I'm talking about, though. <laughs> I would say Farscape, and then everyone gets overexcited about us bringing back Farscape, and then, then they realise that it's almost impossible feasibly to do it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, it's infeasible, infeasible, unfeasible. Is yeah. it, what is it, unfeasible? Non- yes, it's, like, it's unfeasible. It's not yes. non-feasible. <laughs> I suspect, of all things, that would be one of the trickiest, because a lot of the cast were Australian. We have enough trouble trying to get people in studios in the States, let alone yes. in Australia. Now then, listen, have you got any last words? Because we're coming up to the end. Well, the there, was, there was question two. Okay, I'm quick. Two, I absolutely love Toby Haydock's Who's Round. Toby's an excellent interviewer and the discussions are always fascinating. Once the Who's Round project is completed, maybe Toby could interview some of the actors who play Doctors and Companions. I'd love to hear such in-depth interviews with both Bakers, Tom and Colin, and Katie Manning in particular. Well, we're out of time. That uh, question will be answered next time. Goodbye!